Welcome to the Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. The Fed has gone beyond our expectations. Believe it or not, I'm going to show you in this video what happened exactly. I'm going to show you what will happen based on history. And then we're going to get into the details you need to know about what's going on right now with inflation and so on. Let's begin. The FOMC statement. So what happens 2 p.m. on the Wednesday, the statement will come out from the Federal Reserve. Then the market reacts to it. It starts freaking out and it wants clarification. What does this mean? What does that mean? 2.30 p.m. There's a, you know, he basically reads a statement. Then he takes question and answer from the reporters. The reporters generally ask questions that are almost entirely the same, every single one, one after the other. And so nothing came out of it. I listened to just about the whole thing and got absolutely no information. So you didn't have to waste your time. You just come to the Money GPS, I'll give it to you. So what's the story? You probably already know they increased by 75 basis points, essentially 0.75%. They haven't done this, I think it's 1994 or something was the last time. So this is huge. Historically, you look at it. So now the range is between, as they say here, one and a half to one and three quarter percent. That's where interest rates are for the Fed funds rate. This is considerable based on where we were at zero to 0 0.25 not that long ago. And the expectation is that we will go higher from this point. And I will cover some of that today. This is the implied Fed funds target rate, also known as the dot plot, okay? So the dot plot basically each member of the Fed goes in here and puts where they believe interest rates are going to go. It has no basis in reality, okay, because things evolve over time. But I just wanted to show you here that the expectation of the members of the Fed are that we will see the Fed funds rate perhaps as much as 4% in 2023. And then that will be taken down beyond as we move into 2024. That's what they say now. And I don't know. I really don't think they could withstand any of this and with inflation, who knows, and so on. But I just wanted to show you the at least, you know, what the Fed, not what the Fed truly believes, but what the Fed is trying to telegraph to the markets. Remember, there's a mind game here, okay? Psychology and so on. They're controlling the markets. So what happened here? I mean, we did see the Federal Reserve and their activities over the last little while, comparing that with what happened in the markets, okay? So look, 75 basis points, what happened in the markets? It should have reacted negatively, but in fact, it was positive. I'll show you the history on that, stick with me. The Fed purposely leaked the potential for a 75 basis point rate hike, according to Art Cashin. So this is a prominent individual, and he's not the only one saying that. Because a couple days ago, the market tanked, okay, seemingly out of nowhere. And I did see 75 basis points being reported, and I showed you that here, and I said, it's too unlikely. You know, 50 basis points, the most likely, 25, not really likely. 100 basis points, I said, no way. But they did 75, so it was a surprise to me. But they're suggesting that, in fact, 
this was leaked intentionally. Let it happen early. Let this all digest before. Well, we will see what happens in the coming days. I will show you what happened in the last couple of meetings. So I posted this, I, if you're not on, on my Twitter already, at the Money GPS, as the meeting was happening, I was sending out what I believe to be very important, <clears throat> excuse me, very important. So here you can see, whoa, 75 basis points, definitely a surprise. Let's see what happens to the markets. And then the markets went up. Powell suggests more 75 basis point hikes are coming. That's the way I took it. I saw some articles suggesting that they won't do 75. It's He basically opened the door to more 75s. That's the way I read that when he was answering the question. There's a quote, significantly reducing the size of our balance sheet. So I wanted to make that known here, that at least from what Jerome Powell has said, the intention is to significantly reduce the size of the balance sheet. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But um, the expectation here is that there will be tens of billions of runoff per month. You know, <laughs> I don't know where they're going to end up with that. But anyway, tens of billions a month, which basically means liquidity is pulled from the system. That's all. Okay, Take, a, take what you want from that. So what happened last time? If you stayed with me this far into the video, you get to find out. Okay, those who didn't, uh, you know, say hi to whoever YouTuber and uh, telling you to buy the dip and all that. Look at this. In fact, you might want to buy the dip. Okay, look at what happened here. This is the last meeting. Last meeting. This is actually, if I just get you, this is January. This is March. And this is May. On the last three times, there was a bounce after the meeting. And then what happened? It faded away. Okay? Three times in a row. There's a bounce, and then it fades. So we are seeing lower highs. Do you see that? A little bit of technical analysis there. Lower highs. And in general, lower lows. Okay? So the market is stepping down. Stepping down, stepping down. Now, could that turn around? Yeah, no, no question. I'm not saying that it is, but but I'm just mapping out what has happened in the previous meetings. The result of this quick bounce up and then a reversal. Okay, that's for you. Let's look at this. The ECB, the European Central Bank. Ah, my friends in Europe. I don't know what to say, but I'll say a few things. The European Central Bank, to create a new tool, <laughs> a new tool to address fragmentation risk and temper bond growth. All right. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So... You saw what happened with, with you know, Europe 2011-2012 timeframe. Dealing with the Euro sovereign debt crisis, or as I like to call it in my books, the Euro viral contagion. So during this period, Europe, or the EU, Eurozone, was dealing with so many different problems. Okay? So many different problems. And... None of that was ever resolved. Today, still today, never resolved. 
So what I look at, you had the EFSF. They set up this new fund. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna fix everything. We're gonna have this EFSF. Then they had the ESM. Does anybody remember that? ESM. So if I could do this really quickly, EFSF, I think it was called, or the ES. Yeah, I think it was EF. Then we had the ESM, doesn't even matter. ESM. Now you're gonna create a new tool. Okay, what are you gonna call it? Whatever, doesn't matter, it's all garbage. Okay, so they take, what they do is they take bad debt, with these in these cases here. They take this bad debt. So you have some bad debt, just take that, and they take it and they put it into a package. Okay, put a nice little bow on top. Alrighty, I'm gonna wrap that nicely. Okay, put a nice little bow on there. And if you think I'm being silly, well, in a sense I am, uh, but when you actually dig into it, uh, you will find that it's not it's not silly uh, because uh, this is what they do. And they, they take their time with it. They make it real pretty. They make it real nice. So everybody wants it until they don't. Just like the Argentina 100-year bond, just like any other piece of garbage out there, Whatever they do to try and cover up, it only makes things worse. In Japan, right now, they're trying to do yield curve control, and it just busted right through that. They're trying to say, no, no, this is the floor, this is the ceiling, we're going to make sure that rates stay within this range. And then, bam, busts right through the ceiling. This cannot be sustained because the market is always trying to push its boundaries. And we see that the central banks are dealing with problems today. Now, let's talk about that. Inflation. Inflation is, you know, you can look at it in so many different ways. Is it price inflation? Are we talking about consumer prices? Are we talking about wholesale prices? Are we talking about the expansion of the money supply? You know, there's different ways to look at it. But when we see it with prices, and we split that up to wholesale or producer prices, and we look at the consumer prices, my goodness, wholesale prices have risen. And I'm seeing this all over the place. I put it on my Twitter as well, at MoneyGPS. Follow me on there. Um, the farmer, one particular farmer uh, posted up there, and, and I re reposted that, uh, basically saying, we're in big trouble. And as a result, you are in big trouble. And I believe that to be the case, especially that, you know, not the agribusinesses, but we're talking about actual real farmers that people should care about. Wholesale prices rose 10.8% in May, near a record annual pace. You could see that right there, represented by the blue line. And look at all that green. You see this? This is the month over month. Just, just extreme. Just month after month after month after month after month of increases. You think that's sustainable? Ah, that's okay, because we'll just grow out of the problem. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Look at this. This is the GDP now. Okay, GDP now essentially forecasts where we'll be with the GDP. And as of this moment here, Latest estimate, June 15th, 0%. 0. So the way it's looking 
it will be considered a technical recession. Okay, that's where we will be going into and, and they'll admit that. It'll be a technical recession. We'll see what happens and so on. We've already slammed down into a, a, you know, a, a bear market and now a recession on top of that. Will it reverse? I don't know. You tell me. But I think that's important. Now, I told you what this means to you, right? You stayed this far in, you get the good stuff. What they're saying here is important. They basically just talk about the fact that interest rates are rising and it's going to affect you. Credit card rates, currently 16.61% on average. But new rates increases 19% by the end of the year. Expected. Could go higher, actually. If the APR on your credit card rises to 18.6 by the end of 2022, it will cost you another $832 in interest charges over the lifetime of the loan, assuming you made the minimum payments on the average of $5,500 of balance. So you might think, oh, I don't, I don't have that, or whatever. This is this is the average, okay? Around $6,000. I've seen that number many times before, and that means you had $800 more on top of that. People can't afford that. What about mortgages? absolutely will affect people. On a $300,000 loan, 30-year fixed rate, that's $1,283 a month at 3.11%. If you paid 6.28%, what it is right now, that would be an extra $570 a month or $6,800 more a year and another $200,000 over the lifetime of that loan. Now, that's how this affects you directly. And then Jim Cramer came out of left field. Stands on it. I wanted to bring this to you, okay? My friends who stay until the end, you get all the funny stuff. As an investment, gold won't offer the same returns as stocks, but it can offer some relief from rising inflation. Jim Cramer, talking about gold, quote, I believe in gold. This is just wild. I don't know what's happening. He argues that it is one of the three things that holds value in a recession. The two other two, masterwork paintings and incredible mansions. Okay, weird way to say that, but that's Jimmy Boy Kramer. All right. So what did we learn today? Number one, that the Federal Reserve put out a surprise. They wanted to give us a little bit of a shock. Historically, or you know, during these meetings, last three meetings, we get a bounce in the markets, it comes up and then rolls over. Will that happen this time? Well, pay attention to the channel. I'll give you all the details if you haven't already subscribed. Right now, also what we're looking at is the potential for a, you know, a prolonged interest rate uh problem. I should say inflation rate problem. As a result, interest rates will persist to go up. You you look at um, July. July, there's another meeting for the Federal Reserve. 75 or 50 basis points. Who knows? We'll see what happens with inflation. Okay. And then as a result, borrowing costs much higher. That means pay down your high interest rate debt as soon as you can. Okay. It's crushing people. It's hurting people. Pay that down. That's my message to you. If you haven't already, first link in the description down there. That's my other channel. That's where I give you know these super condensed, super short, jam-packed little clips. You can check that channel out down there. And hold on. Did you give this video a thumbs up? If not, I want to know why, first of all. But hit that thumbs up. And I appreciate that. 
I'll see you on the next one. Take care.